0: that shirt be any more yellow?
1: I could be brighter, I guess.
0: Welcome back to another week of Did I Miss Anything? That's this. The, yep, that's this. Yep. <clears throat> My name's Lewis. Hi. That's Heather. Hello. She likes to say hello a lot. Hola. In various languages. That's it. Oh, well then. So this is the podcast where Heather and I discuss movies and tv shows and albums that are super popular and constantly referenced in pop culture but for some reason we missed the boat on them when they were originally available and we've decided to culture ourselves and experience all of these things for the first time now and we're documenting it via this podcast for posterity
1: is that why we're doing this
0: yep And then we're ultimately deciding whether or not we actually missed something when these things first came out or if they weren't worth all the hype.
1: Yeah. Or we just wasted our time now.
0: Or we just wasted our time now. So this week, we're switching it up a little bit. We've decided to pick movies for each other that we have seen but the other person has not. Yeah. So this week, I picked for Heather and... We watched up,
1: yeah, it was the
0: the Pixar movie, yeah. our second Pixar movie actually yeah it cause was we a... did um inside out yeah, I don't really a few watch... weeks ago
1: yeah, I don't really watch a lot of animated films,
0: but we saw this one
1: well, I mean yeah, you saw it when it came out, I guess
0: yeah, it was around there and yeah uh,
1: I saw it for the first time yesterday
0: you did, um... so for those who don't know up as previously mentioned, Pixar movie relatively. Pretty big when it came out. Yeah,
1: in 2009.
0: 2009? Yeah. That's um, how
1: I said it. Why would you say it like the way I said it?
0: I don't know. You just put a weird emphasis on the nine.
1: But why did you say it? Why would you copy me?
0: To point out the emphasis that you put on the nine.
1: Oh. I said it like nine, like like no in German.
0: Anywho, up the the movie probably most famous for its poster of the house with a whole bunch of balloons hanging over it. So... The entire movie revolves around this guy named Carl Fredricksen. That's his name. Yes, Carl. Carl. Oh. Yeah, they didn't say it too much, but no. yeah.
1: Well, no one really calls him Carl. I think the little boy calls him Mr. Fredricksen right. all the time. Yeah.
0: So, Carl Fredricksen, um, he grows up. The movie opens up with him as a child, and he's watching this movie. Well, I guess it's not a movie. It's like a, it's like the newsreels that they would play before movies in theaters back in.
1: I want to say it's like the '40s,
0: probably like the, yeah, like the '30s, '40s. Yeah. Uh, he he was watching this newsreel about this famous explorer named Charles F. Munce. <laughs>
1: That's a funny name. And
0: it's basically a newsreel showing him being this, you know, super explorer guy and bringing back like all of these all of these things that go into museums and all this. And then it gets to a point where he brings back this skeleton of like some giant bird, and everybody thinks that he he faked it, that it's just like some some something that he just put together just to get, uh, I guess, credit for discovering this new species or whatever, because no one has ever seen this bird before. So he basically gets laughed out of being an explorer and the whole exploration community.
1: There's a community for that?
0: Yeah, you know, people that are super into like exploring and explorers and stuff. Oh. And so uh, Charles Muntz decides that
1: he um, vows
0: he, he does he decides that he's never going to leave south america uh because he he says that he brings this he found this skeleton in south america what was so, the
1: place called again
0: uh it's it paradise falls oh yeah in right. south america yeah and he vows that he's never going to leave there until he captures one alive to prove that this thing was real i didn't just make this up meanwhile carl as a child meets this girl named ellie who's also a very big fan of Charles Munts, and also into exploring. And so they, she kind of has like this little clubhouse. Um,
1: I mean, it's an abandoned house she plays in. Right. I wouldn't say it's a clubhouse.
0: Well, I mean, it basically becomes a clubhouse because then when Carl, uh, Carl goes in there, cause he, he hears her like playing in, in, in the, uh, in the abandoned house and saying like all of these, uh, all of these references to, to Charles Munts, So he goes in there, finds her, and he's—they're both wearing like those those old timey helmets with the goggles that you wear, like when you would fly in planes, that like those fighter planes.
1: Yeah, because Charles Munts he travels in a zeppelin.
0: Yeah, he travels in a zeppelin, like a
1: huge, like like really decked out zeppelin. Yeah. And if you don't know what a zeppelin is, it's like a blimp, but made of metal, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's a dirigible. What? A dirigible. That's what it's
1: called. Yeah. Oh, it's not a zeppelin.
0: I mean, no, it's a zeppelin, but I think they're also called dirigibles.
1: Never heard that word ever in my life.
0: Well, learn something.
1: I I just S- did. Thank you.
0: You are welcome. I try to bring a little education as well as entertainment in this podcast.
1: I got one of the two. I'm not going to tell you which one.
0: I feel like I have both, but that's fine. It's, yeah. So in any case, uh Carl goes in the house, him and Ellie strike up a friendship. Mm-hmm. Become lifelong friends and eventually get married.
1: Well, yeah. So like Carl's very quiet and like subdued and Ellie is very like wild and like talkative and they're like very energetic yeah very opposites
0: and so as a child ellie shows carl this adventure book that she made for herself and in the book she has like these pictures of charles Munz and like the articles of him bringing stuff back to these museums and then there's a point in the book where she has a picture of paradise falls and it's essentially it's just a giant waterfall in in south america i don't think they ever say what country in south america but it's in paradise falls it's this giant um this giant waterfall with a house next to it and the house is supposed to represent like the clubhouse that she plays in because she wants to live at paradise falls and then the rest of the book is just empty because it's all the things that she's planning on doing once she gets to paradise falls
1: yeah she wants to do go on adventures yeah
0: whole whole bunch whole bunch of stuff so they grow up they get married uh they kind of just do a little montage of them getting married and, and dating, and, stuff, and, dating yeah. and and growing growing and, old together yeah. and eventually comes to a point where ellie's pregnant and and they, they well
1: you miss the part where they um end up buying the house that ellie oh yeah placed, so, like, yeah so the they up, abandoned house
0: yeah they end up buying the abandoned house and fixing it up so they can live there
1: yeah it looks really nice now yeah so
0: now they yeah. live now they live in the abandoned house um ellie gets pregnant they're going to one of the doctor's visits turns out she miscarries and they they can't have kids yeah so sad yeah so they go the rest of the life it get it cuts to the part where they're already older ellie is now in a hospital uh she's dying presumably because of old age um i don't think they ever really hinted anything else because they
1: don't say why she's dying yeah because
0: at this at this point in the movie they're about in their 80s i would say i would say that like 70s 80s -hmm. so so ellie eventually dies uh carl is now retired obviously and living alone, and the rest of the neighborhood around him is basically bought up by development. Yeah. Uh, development, like real estate companies.
1: And in the in the montage, it shows like how they kept trying to save for their adventure. So yeah. they would um they would put you know coins and extra cash in this little jar, and something comes up every time they fill the jar up. So like one time, like Carl's car, the there's a flat tire, so they have to yeah. break open the jar, use that money to pay for the the flat tire. Then there's another... I forget what the other ones were. He, like,
0: gets a broken arm or something? Yeah,
1: he falls and breaks his arms. So then they they have to fix that. Yeah, so there's just, like, a couple moments where they're like, oh, we got the money to go on the adventure to Paradise Falls, but... They have to use the money for you know life things because things pop up.
0: Yeah, so they never end up going to Paradise Falls while yeah. Ellie is alive. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, also early on in the movie when they met his children, Carl promised. Well, Ellie made Carl promise that they would end up going to Paradise Falls one day.
1: Yeah, cross cross her heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Ellie
0: Ellie makes makes Carl cross his heart. Yeah, to to promise that they'll go. They end up never going because all those all those uh, life happens. Yeah, and so. So now the house is the only one in the neighborhood. Uh, everything else was bought up by, like, this big development company. They're yeah,
1: it's, it's weird because, like, it looks like he lives in a city, but there's just a random, like, suburban house in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, so they developed, like, all these big buildings around it, and Carl refuses to sell his house.
1: Yeah, because back, I guess back in, like, the whatever 40s or 50s, whenever they the house was originally built, it was just, like, you know, farmland, as it usually is. Well, it was in a neighborhood. It was in a, a neighborhood, yeah, but, like... everybody
0: else just sold, and Carl, yeah. Carl and Ellie never did. So it gets they he's having he's going to the mailbox one morning and oh yeah they
1: make a mailbox together it's really cute
0: yeah and yeah, he's just, going to the mailbox to get the mail yeah and one of the construction workers is out there and I guess Carl has they they've come to know Carl because I mean they're working there every day they see him yeah and, now that
1: Ellie's gone all he does is he gets up he gets ready to go. To he the get, porch. He gets, yeah, he gets ready like for the day, and then he just goes and sits on the porch. Yeah, and watches like the, the construction, the, the construction stuff. around him. The poor guy.
0: So he gets to the point. He goes to the mailbox. Uh, he gets the mail, and he's talking to this this construction worker, and he's telling him about how you know he's not going to sell. But the construction worker is like, "Oh, my boss is willing to give you double what he last offered you." And Carl's like, "No dice." So I this guess is the house that him and Ellie built. Yeah, and the next day comes, and there's they're doing construction, and some some guys like directing um another guy who's driving like a big construction vehicle i forget what it is but it's like a giant construction vehicle and he's like he keeps telling him to like back it up back it up and then he tells him to stop but the guy keeps going and he nudges the mailbox and the mailbox kind of falls off its post and then carl's like what the hell are you doing that's my mailbox don't touch my mailbox
1: because it's the one that him and ellie made it has her little yeah. handprint on it and yeah has they painted hamper- their
0: names on it it's very precious print. it's cute And so he gets super mad, and the guy, the construction worker, tries to help him fix the mailbox, and Carl gets agitated, and he hits him. He has a walker that he uses. He hits him with the walker. The guy starts bleeding, and, you know, people, like, call the cops and stuff, and they decide, oh, you know, Carl can't be living on his own. He's got to go to this retirement community. Which
1: I don't think that's how that works. I don't.
0: I don't Uh, think that's how that works He went to
1: court, and they, like, made him go to the retirement home? Like, I don't know that's how life works but i mean i've that's never happened to me so i don't know yeah oh but before that he meets that little boy remember the little boy comes to the door yeah
0: so uh there's like this little boy scout i guess boy scout
1: yeah named, they call yeah it's a, it's like boy scout but they don't call it that yeah like they call it wilderness boys Explore,
0: wilderness explorer yes yeah, like uh, the wilderness explorers and
1: what's that kid's name uh russell he's funny so
0: he's so cute and so, chubby <laughs> yeah so russell comes to the door and he's in need of one more badge to become a senior wilderness explorer and his his last badge is for assisting the elderly so he goes up to carl and he says hey can i help you do anything like i just need to get this one last badge i just whatever you need and so carl comes up with this story about how there's this snipe that keeps coming into his yard is that a real bird i don't think so huh. it keeps coming into his yard and um messing up like his azaleas or something like that iggy azalea yes yep messing up his iggy azalea oh,
1: yeah.
0: and every night he the the bird goes in there and just messes up his azalea so he said if you could catch that bird that would really help me out a lot and so russell's like oh you got it i'm totally gonna get it and he's like okay yeah i think his nest is like two blocks over so you go over there you find the snipe you have to clap three times and he'll show up and then you catch him you bring him back here we'll be good to go and russell's like all right done so russell goes off and then meanwhile the whole thing with the construction worker happens carl gets forced into this retirement home the day that the day comes where the orderlies come to get carl to take him to the retirement home and carl goes out there he's got a, he's got a suitcase and he hands him he hands it off to the orderlies and he says hey guys can you just take this to the car i'll be out in a minute just give me one just give me one more one one last chance to say goodbye to the old house the guys are like all right take take the time you need carl goes back in the house the orderlies walk off and then all of a sudden this giant like this huge bag comes out of the roof off the roof of the house and the tar- and it's a tarp. The tarp falls off, and all these balloons pop up, and then all of a sudden, the house is just lifted off off the ground. And uh, Carl just turned his house into essentially an airship.
1: I guess. Yeah. It's weird. It's like a thousands of balloons. And yeah.
0: So what? many balloons. Like all the balloons.
1: One. How did he get all the? How did he blow up all those balloons? Where did he get the helium for well, all oh, those? Blo- that's well, a lot of balloons. This
0: is another thing too. So earlier on in the montage, when they show Carl and Ellie living their lives, I guess Carl sold balloons at the zoo so he's got like balloon connections he knows where he can get like balloons and helium tanks
1: i guess but you need like he's connected it's a thousand i mean how many balloons do you need to lift a house out of the foundation like several like lots of balloons several it it took him one night to blow all those up i doubt it. yeah with
0: helium tanks you could totally and he's old knock that out he
1: is old like he doesn't move very fast he's
0: he he's he knows the balloon game i guess he knows the balloon game so he takes off
1: yeah, they're all tied to the, the. He he has them coming out of the fireplace, the, 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 the chimney. Yeah, and they're all attached to like I guess the the rack in the chimney that holds. Where the you log. put the logs? Yeah. In.
0: So and and then he also has shower curtains on the side of the house to steer. Um, they act yeah. as like they act as like sails like to steer.
1: Super plausible. Like it could totally happen in real life.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm working out the math now. And
1: uh, didn't they do this on Mythbusters? Do I don't know. I think they did. That would have been cool though. I'm pretty sure they did, but like not a house. Obviously, they did like to lift like a person in a chair or something like that
0: oh yeah they did do that right yeah they did do that so that you can actually do well yeah i
1: mean well i mean i mean a person's not as heavy as a house so attached to a foundation
0: that's true (laughs) so carl he's smooth sailing he has like a little compass he sets the compass to go south so he knows he's going to south america and then he just sits in his chair all of a sudden there's a knock at the door
1: and, and he's like, uh, how does it And,
0: what? <laughs> and at first, he kind of just like, I don't know, I guess he just kind of brushes it off. But then it knock. there's another, he hears the knock again and he's like, what the hell? So he goes up and it's Russell at the door
1: uh, <laughs> while he's while, up, he's in the <laughs> while air. they're in
0: the air. And Russell, uh, so Russell's not actually at the door because he's terrified.
1: Well, yeah. So he's
0: just like up against the side of the house, just trying not to fall. Poor and, thing. And, um, and Carl asks him, what are you doing here? And he said, well, I went under your porch to catch the snipe. And then the house just took off. (laughs) And then... Poor little Russell. And then he said, can I come in? And Carl said, no. And he shuts the door. (laughs) And he leaves him on the porch for a minute. And then he's like, all right, come in. So then Russell goes in and... He runs in. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He runs in and basically makes himself at home quite quickly. He takes off his bag and he's like, oh, this is cool. Is this how you're steering it? Starts steering the house. The house goes like left and right and everything is like falling off shelves and things. And so... They get to the point where Carl starts cutting off some of the balloons to lower the house to get Russell to get Russell back home.
1: Yeah, he's like, you can't come with me. Yeah. And Russell's like, well, why can't I? I can help you. Then I can get my badge. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's you know, this is my thing. It's too dangerous. I got to take you home. So, I can't like steal a kid. Yeah, like <laughs> because that's like wrong. Yeah. He's like kidnapping a child.
0: So uh, as this is happening, they run into a storm.
1: Well, it's funny because he's cutting off the uh, the balloons to go down, and then Russell just keeps talking. So uh, yeah. Carl lowers his. He uh, turns off his hearing. Yeah, he turns off his hearing aids. But so we can't he hear him. he not hear him,
0: And meanwhile, you see like the storm clouds in the windows, and Russell's like trying to get his attention. And all of a sudden, I guess even with the uh, hearing aid turned down, uh, he yeah, hears yeah. the thunder. And he's like, "What the hell was that?" And he turns his hearing aid back on. And Russell's like, "Look!" And they see they see this giant storm, and they can't get out of it. So they're they're basically going through the storm. The next day comes and everything is a mess. Like everything's all over the floor. Uh, Carl ends up, uh, he ends up tying a bunch of stuff down and then like falling asleep on it. And then Russell's waking him up and eventually Carl wakes up and he's like, oh, thank God, I thought you were dead. Cause you're old. <laughs> Cause you're old. <laughs> and, and so then um, th- they have no idea where they are now. So uh, they start cutting off more balloons or Carl starts cutting off more balloons and it turns out they uh, they ended up making it to to South America. Well,
1: no, well Russell ha- Russell says, "Oh, I made I got us to I got us to Paradise Fall or I got us to South to America, South America yeah. at least because he has this like GPS he, yeah. thing that like it's like a digital – like a it's a GPS yeah it, it like tells yeah. you
0: where you are in the world and they're in South America and so then he like. He's... He, he's so excited and he's like throwing his arms up that he accidentally throws it out the window he
1: goes Wolf, we'll, we'll never be lost with this thing and he throws it and, and they're like oh cool.
0: yeah so the, so the, they're in South America so then Carl starts cutting some of the balloons to lower the house down and then all of a sudden they hit the ground relatively quickly and Carl's like that can't be right like we were we were much higher than this there's no way we should be hitting the ground already and then turns out they managed to land at Paradise Falls but on the other side of where the the actual falls are or where the waterfall is
1: yeah like where he wants to put the house
0: so so they keep they keep cutting more of the more of the balloons and it gets to the point where the house is still floating but not as high and so they're able to weigh it down carl ties himself to the garden hose coming off coming off the side of the house and then russell and then he ties russell to the garden hose as well kind of like on a tether on a leash
1: no and leash, so puts kid on leash. yeah
0: and so both of them are they're able to weigh down or not weigh down but counterbalance the house so they can basically just carry the house around as if it were like a giant float in a parade or yes. a giant balloon in a parade
1: yes because a child and elderly man can just you know keep a house from floating away
0: i mean you can if you had like if you cut off enough balloons so the house was still buoyant and then it like your weight counterbalances it yeah i, I feel don't... like that i feel like you could do that yeah
1: i don't think so Okay. Hope oh, that science checks out. <laughs> so then,
0: so then, uh, Carl's trying to figure out what to do, and Russell's like, "Look, the waterfall's right over there. We can just walk this across. Like, it's no big deal." It's pretty far. And then Carl is like, "All right, um, I guess that's our only option right now. We uh, we have to hurry though, because with the balloons, we only probably have about like three days worth of helium left, and then the house is just gonna fall where it falls." So they start walking across, and then. All of a sudden, they they stop to go to the bathroom, and Russell, being a child, is like, "I didn't have to go then," and he and he starts complaining about how he doesn't want to walk anymore. So he just like falls down on the ground face. He falls face down on the ground and just lays there, and then Carl's like, "All right, I guess we're taking a break then." So Russell goes behind some bushes to take care of take care of business.
1: Mm-hmm. Calling it, he's gotta take care of nature. Call nature. What do you say? What's that saying? nature uh, calls na- nature's calling yeah, yeah. yeah so he's answering nature
0: <laughs> so he's got it he, he's 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 going behind some bushes that are there all of a sudden he sees some rustling in the bushes
1: oh he's eating chocolate by the way and he's also he and he's, got cho- he's got a chocolate bar he's got a chocolate bar in his pocket but it's what a melt he's in south america Would have melted
0: no i think he's all right
1: and, and then he's like an endless supply of chocolate throughout the whole he had one chocolate bar and then all of a sudden he's yeah that his chocolate yeah. through the entire because i never saw adventure. him open
0: a new chocolate bar no it's always that same one yeah which is weird anyway So all of a sudden, he hears some rustling in the bushes. He goes over to check it out. And he thinks it's the snipe for some reason. And so he starts calling to it. And then all of a sudden, you see this beak pop out And while Russell's looking the other way and like takes a a peck at his chocolate bar. And then he turns and he's like, what was that? And then the beak comes out around the other side, takes another piece of chocolate. Russell catches it this time. He breaks off a piece of chocolate. And he's like, oh, come on out, come on out. And then all of a sudden, this giant bird comes out of the bushes, mm-hmm. and it's the bird whose skeleton, well, it's not the same bird, but the skeleton that Charles Muntz, uh showed off in the beginning of the movie, it's, a, it's like the, it's that same bird. It's like the same species of bird.
1: Oh, yeah, and earlier there is a scene where these dogs are chasing something, but yeah. you don't know what it is. It's right. just these random dogs with like collars on that make them talk. Yeah. You can like, for some reason, they can talk with these collars on, yeah. and yeah, they're chasing the bird, but they don't ever catch it. They don't. So, At that point, anyway.
0: So he names the bird Kevin.
1: Yeah, of course. And and the bird kind of looks like a mix between I would say like what a dodo. Remember dodo birds? But they're supposed to look like that and like a like a flaming or a flamingo or that because it's like really tall yeah. and big. Yeah. And uh, it's very colorful. So also like a peacock, maybe, yeah. but no, but not like big. Not not a lot of plumage, like a peacock has. Like the feathers don't come out and open. Yeah, just but great. very
0: bright, like ra- yeah. like rainbow colors. Yeah, it's very like pretty. pink and yeah. yeah.
1: But looks kind of dumb, so like kind of like a dodo bird.
0: So they meet this bird. The bird befriends Russell and starts like playing around with Russell and like holding Russell and all this. Loves Russell. Russell comes back to Carl. He's like, "Hey, look, I found your snipe." And Carl just thinks he's messing around, and he turns around and he sees this giant bird. He's like, "What?" And he tries to shoo it away, but the Kevin has taken a liking to Russell.
1: <laughs> Kevin.
0: So. It's
1: a good name for a bird. Is it? Yeah.
0: So Carl's like, well, I, we can't. This bird has to go. We have we have a mission. Yeah, and then Russell, Russell's like, but he's my friend, and and then the bird starts going after Carl because he thinks that Carl's like trying to hurt Russell, and then Russell gets in between them and he says, No, Kevin, Carl's my friend. He's good. And then Carl, and then um, Kevin like pets Carl with his beak. This is very nice. And it's <laughs> a good they, bird. They, and they all go on this adventure together.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they can't carl can't get rid of kevin
1: yeah and russell won't
0: and russell won't let, him. won't let him so now after after they meet kevin they meet a golden retriever named doug
1: <laughs>
0: who's one of the dogs that was chasing after uh, after the bird after kevin and they have uh, and again like heather mentioned they have these collars that basically says what the dog is thinking so you can actually understand the dogs and Carl and Russell are like this dog can talk. Why can this dog talk? And then the dog explains to them about the collar and how his master made it and his master's super smart.
1: Yeah. And... But he's kind of like a do- he's like kind of the dumb dog cuz there's like a bunch of dogs and he's, like, the dumb one of the group. He's
0: fun-loving. No,
1: but he's, like... I mean, he's not... Like, he's still smart, but, like, he's he just, like... He's, like, the typical dog that's, like... Like, <laughs> like, a, like wants to play yeah. and, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, he gets, like a golden retriever. Like, what you distracted. would think a golden retriever would be like if it could talk.
0: Yeah, this is probably... Um, you might remember from the commercials. It's the part where um he's talking to Carl and then he goes, like, squirrel. And then oh, he yeah. stops talking. So they meet Doug. So now they've also uh, added Doug to their, to their little party.
1: Aw, oh, Doug.
0: And so... Uh, Doug Doug's mission was to catch this bird, uh, was to catch Kevin. So he keeps he keeps um, he keeps asking Russell to let Kevin be his prisoner. So they I guess they let him think that Kevin is his prisoner now. And so Doug comes along, and the next day they encounter the rest of the dogs that are led by a super mean uh doberman pincher yeah
1: they're all kind of mean those uh, other dogs
0: yeah and the doberman pincher his collar i guess is, is a little broken and so he when he talks it's like a super high-pitched voice like he just inhaled helium
1: yeah and his name's alpha so he's like the um the leader of like the pack
0: yeah and and then they also have this little bulldog um, he's cute. who's also he was but he was also mean
1: oh yeah they're all mean i mean all the other dogs are mean because i mean his trainer they're the person who you know trained them yeah made them mean yeah because they want yeah
0: and so they're basically talking to Carl and Russell about how our master sent us here to get this bird. We're bringing back this bird and then Carl's like, you can take the bird. I'm taking the house over there. And they're like, nope, you're coming too now. Uh, oh, and also because uh Russell made the night before, Russell made Carl promise that they would get um they would get Kevin back to where uh wherever it was Kevin was going.
1: Oh yeah, cuz his babies. Well, her babies I guess.
0: Yeah, so and they find out that uh they find out that Kevin's actually a girl, but yeah. for some reason still continue to call her Kevin.
1: I mean, whatever.
0: I mean, I guess the name The name's a name. name's been given. Yeah. So so they find out that Kevin's actually just trying to hoard food to take back to her babies. Because at one point the night before, they see Kevin on the roof with all of Carl's food from the house, so like bread and eggs and milk and stuff. Which
1: can't be good anymore because there hasn't been electricity in the fr- and the fridge has been broken for at maybe, least a day. Maybe
0: he had a generator in the house. You don't know his life. I
1: don't – I do watch the movie. doesn't right. have a generator.
0: Fine. So, so they figure out that Kevin is actually trying to take care of his family, her family. And – and Russell makes Carl promise that they'll get Kevin back to, to her family. Mm-hmm. And Carl's like, "Yep, yeah, okay. So the next day, the other dogs come. They explain the whole thing about their master and getting this bird. So they take him back to their master. They go into this giant cave. And this guy comes out. And it turns out that it's actually Charles Muntz, the explorer from the beginning of the movie. Which is insane because in the beginning of the movie, he was already like in his 30s. So at this yeah. point, he's got to be at least like... 110
1: yeah well he at least 20 he has to be yeah because because at the beginning of the movie what's his face carl's what like probably 10
0: yeah he's like eight or nine yeah
1: and then and that guy watching
0: yeah and he's watching charles who's already a full-grown adult yeah so
1: and he doesn't look that much like carl looks older yeah carl
0: still looks older (laughs) so which is insane um so i mean good for charles like
1: i guess yeah good for him
0: still very active still able to walk on his own yeah i mean
1: he has a cane but still he did any but he did train all i mean and there's and there's so many dogs where do all dog. these dogs come I from? i don't
0: know so all so it turns out he's
1: been on that island for decades since yeah, since, since he went back so yeah. since the 40s or 50s
0: so it turns so charles turns out to be their master and carl sees him and he's like oh my god you're charles months like i I was such a big fan. My wife and I, we used to follow all of your adventures and all this. And so Charles invites him into the cave where he has his his Zeppelin in there to have dinner. Yeah, and he seems like
1: a super nice guy at first. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: and Carl's like, yeah, I'm going to have dinner with you. This is awesome. And while they're having dinner, uh, Charles is running through the story of how he's still searching for this giant bird to prove that he wasn't lying and that he's a legit explorer.
1: Oh yeah, where did the bird go at that point? Because they don't have the bird.
0: He was because, on he was on the roof. Remember he was on. the Oh, roof of the he house. stayed on the roof. So yeah, Charles Munts couldn't yeah, didn't know then, where he was. Yeah. So then because Russell notes uh, Russell when Charles is walking him through all of these all of his findings from his life. He he shows him that skeleton of the bird and Russell's like, oh, that looks like Kevin. And Carl starts to put two and two together. And, and he's like,
1: Russell, shut up. Yeah, he's
0: like, Russell, shut up. So he looks out the window of where their house is. Well, they're in the they're in the zeppelin and Carl looks out the window of the zeppelin and he, and he can see his house and Kevin is on the roof of the house. And so Carl's like, "Oh man, dinner's been great, but we're going to have to go now. It's getting pretty late. We got stuff to do." And then Russell's like, "But we haven't even had dessert yet." And then Charles starts to realize that they're covering uh for Kevin. And so he's like, "Yep, you're not going anywhere." So
1: yeah, because the only reason he's still in South America is to find this bird. He's been yeah. trying to get this bird forever.
0: Yeah, so uh, Carl and Russell, Carl and Russell manage to sneak out because I think Charles gets distracted. Oh, because I think Charles then sees Kevin as well, and so as he's looking at Kevin, Carl and Russell sneak out of the zeppelin, and Charles has the dogs go after them. So the the dogs are all chasing Carl and and Russell. Meanwhile, Kevin is outside and he's able to save them by essentially he Carl and Russell jump on Kevin's back and Kevin can run a lot faster than they can. So they're hauling ass, still towing the house, because Carl ties himself back up to the to the garden hose, still towing the house.
1: Yeah. And Doug helps them too a little bit. He like he like gets Doug, some yeah. of the dogs so to like yeah, he, he like he yeah. like pushes
0: over some rocks and stuff and kinda like slows the other dogs down.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and then oh it was so sad. So then there's this one part where they come to a cliff. And I think it was Alpha pushes Doug off the edge of the cliff, but then there's like another, e- like a smaller edge at the bottom of that cliff where, where, where uh, Doug lands and he starts running alongside Kevin, Russell and Carl. And there's like this, I guess, um, this gap between them kind of like, I mean, I don't want to say like, a, it's not like a giant chasm or anything like that, but it's significant. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Like
0: if you were like, they could easily fall off and die. A crevice? I guess it would be a crevice. Yeah, sure. And they're running across. All the dogs are still chasing them. And they're like hopping on these little like stone pillars. And the dogs somehow just, they keep going. They don't, they don't manage to, to miss a beat or anything. They finally get to the edge where there's a water. I don't think there's a waterfall. There's just, it just ends. It, the cliff just ends and there's like a little river at the bottom. And then uh, Kevin, Kevin jumps to get onto the house and carl and doug or carl and russell are still on kevin's back meanwhile as kevin jumps they they make it onto the house but one of the dogs grabs onto kevin's leg and like injures him pretty badly like oh. like kevin can't stand up anymore poor
1: kevin and
0: and then doug also ends up jumping on the house too and they 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 land the house or well they don't land the house but they get to a point where they can they're lower no the longer, house? yeah. They they can lower the house because the dogs aren't chasing them anymore. Because some of them fall into that river, they're fine though. They don't like die or anything. It's a Pixar movie, yeah. So they they're just like swimming in the river, and the other dogs are just at the at the top of the at the top of the cliff. So they they manage to get away from the dogs. They land the house and kind of take a breath. And Russell, being the wilderness explorer that he is, kind of tends to Kevin's leg, and he tells Carl like, hey, he's hurt pretty bad, she's hurt pretty bad, and they. They decide that they have to they have to help Kevin get back to her family because you know Russell made Carl promise to do that. So they go to where Kevin's family is, or chicks. They end up getting Kevin there, but Carl or not Carl, Charles catches up to them. Charles throws out this net to catch Kevin, catches Kevin. Carl takes Russell's uh, he's got a pocket knife. Carl takes his pocket knife, starts cutting the net, but uh, Charles sets a fire under carl's house so carl basically has to make a choice like either help kevin or stop my house from getting burned
1: and it's the house with all of ellie's things in it yeah picture yeah the house
0: that they lived in for years and played in as a child as children decades and carl of course rushes over to the house to put out the fire manages to do so successfully but charles gets the uh, uh charles is able to get kevin onto onto his zeppelin they take off now Russell is super upset with Carl because he abandoned uh, Kevin after promising that they would get Kevin home to, to, to her family. Which and technically
1: they did, so I mean, true. that's not Carl's fault.
0: So Carl starts looking through Ellie's book, uh, her adventure book. He gets to the point where there's the page where she says, stuff I'm going to do. Now as a child, all of the pages after that were blank and I guess Carl had never realized this before, but she actually filled the pages with pictures of her marriage and her life with Carl. So in there, there's, like, the pictures of them getting married and, like, fixing up the house.
1: Having a life together. Yeah,
0: and then it gets to the point where it's the last page of the book and she writes a note and it was like, oh, thanks for all the adventures. Um, now go start a new one or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Carl's, like, getting all teary-eyed. Well,
1: and yeah, because, like, he thought that he, like he let her down by not bringing her oh yeah because right remember in the beginning too right before you find out that she dies he goes to the travel agent and buys tickets yeah. to go to south america yeah but
0: then she dies before then she ends up actually dying go. yeah
1: but yeah he, he, he just thinks that like he like let her down because he never took her on an actual adventure yeah. or like they never traveled anywhere but like to her it was just the adventure was just living with carl That's and their true. life together it was beautiful
0: so so the note encourages him to like start a new adventure and then carl's like all right i guess this is my new adventure so he goes outside to apologize to Russell and then he sees Russell basically tethered to a couple of balloons from the house and he takes his leaf blower
1: <laughs> and he's
0: like, I'm gonna go help Kevin and he just like takes off, uh, tied to these balloons and a leaf blower. He's nee. and he uses the leaf blower to like steer. It's funny. And uh Sure enough, he makes it to to the to the zeppelin. Of
1: course, he does on a
0: leaf blower and like mm-hmm. four balloons.
1: Yeah, and the zeppelin's flying, by the way. And it's yeah, in the air. yeah, this
0: is we're all in the air now. And okay. then Carl, Carl's like, ah, oh, Russell, you have no idea what you're doing. And the problem now is that the house, uh, when uh, Charles set it on fire, a lot of the balloons popped from the heat, so the house can no longer uh, float. So Carl has to throw out everything in the house that's weighing it down in order to make the house lighter, so the balloons can take, so the balloons can uh, lift the house again.
1: Yeah, and again, this guy's like has to be what 80, at 85? Least. at least, and he's just like
0: he's in really good shape. He's throwing he's all like stout.
1: the all the he's furniture. In good shape. He is kind of he is like you he's, know he's, he's like, bulky. Yeah, he's stocky, but he's like throwing all the heavy furniture out yeah. of the house. Like he he like threw the refrigerator out of the house by himself. He did like
0: i mean to be fair he was sliding it on the floor he didn't like pick it up and. that's true
1: but it's still heavy That's true he could have broken a bone
0: and so as the house the house now becomes light and starts to take off again and as the house takes off they show like all of the stuff that he had in the house that were his and ellie's and the last thing they show is like a a pair of chairs that they used to sit in every night and it, it they he just leaves it all there at paradise falls
1: Oh yeah, because he eventually makes they eventually make it to Paradise Falls. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So
0: they did make it there, and, and the then, house is there. Yeah. So the so he leaves all the stuff there, and the house takes off, and he he's able to follow Russell. He he catches up to Russell. Russell gets onto the zeppelin by, through a window, and then there
1: are windows on zeppelins. So you can just like
0: yeah, open a window.
1: You're in the air.
0: There's a window that Russell goes through, mm-hmm. and Carl uh, soon enough catches up as Russell goes into the zeppelin. Charles finds out about Russell because the dogs uh, he has all the dogs on the zeppelin the dogs are basically alarms for the zeppelin and they're like hey the small they call him a small mailman um cuz oh, yeah, that's they, what he looks like to the dogs Yeah
1: well so, I think he call, I think he calls all I think they call all like people mailmen ma- mailmen yeah so, okay. so small mailman old mailman so, because you know
0: dogs Oh yeah so so yeah so Charles is like oh right, uh, bring him to me Charles ties him up onto like a folding chair and opens the ramp that you know that you use to get in and out of the zeppelin, and he basically puts Russell on this ramp. Russell starts just sliding down the ramp slowly, and Carl sees him, and he throws the garden hose. Uh, by the way, like toughest garden hose ever.
1: I wonder where they got that.
0: Never falls apart.
1: Maybe Home Depot. It's
0: ridiculous. So he he gets on the porch of the house. He throws the garden hose onto the ramp, hooks it onto one of the poles uh, of on the ramp, and is able to anchor the house to the to the to the zeppelin. And he uses his walker to basically glide uh, to glide across the uh, the hose onto the zeppelin to like, rescue Russell. Like
1: Mission Impossible style. Yeah,
0: it was insane. And and
1: his uh his walker has like the. The, tennis, the balls tennis balls on, on the bottom. bottom it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my grandma used to do that with her walker. So,
0: <laughs> so, uh, so I he, wonder
1: why they do that. I guess for not, grip, probably. Oh uh, yeah, maybe maybe for and grip. not to wear out the little I, yeah. um, uh, rubber parts on the bottom.
0: And uh, Carl, Carl saves Russell, gets him back onto gets him back onto the house, and now Carl is like, "All right, stay here. I'm gonna go take care of the whole Kevin thing," and he 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 gets onto the zeppelin sneaks onto uh or sneaks into where they're uh, keeping kevin locked up in a cage and he he gets on top of the cage and all the dogs are now protecting kevin because charles is aware that they're here to get kevin so he jumps onto the cage distracts the dogs by taking one of the tennis balls from his walker and throwing it because again they're dogs so they're like hey who wants to play fetch who wants to catch the ball and all the dogs are like i want the ball so he throws it down the hall. Uh, the bulldog ends up catching the ball. By the way, super excited, super happy about it.
1: When he's he's beta? No, epsilon. I don't. They I, don't have think, all... I
0: don't think they ever mentioned. No, they do. They? Yeah. I don't they all the have. They anymore. all
1: have like um Greek letter names.
0: Oh, all right. So they um he ends up throwing the ball down the hall. Dogs all end up chasing after him. As the dogs get once the bulldog catches the ball, they turn back and they see Carl. Uh, shutting the door to where the little room that they have kevin in and he manages to get kevin free uh he and kevin sneak out the they go on the outside of the blimp because at this point or the dirigible at this point charles catches up to them and they have like this little sword fight through this little museum that charles has built for himself and because they're old they can't really fight that well so like their backs give out Yeah, it's kind of funny. And uh,
1: a lot of cracking, a lot of cracking and and a lot of
0: a lot of pain, grunts and the whole thing. So Carl and uh, Kevin managed to go on the outside of the on the on the dirigible where they have a ladder that lets you access the top of the dirigible for like, I don't know, I guess repairs. I don't know. I don't know anything about zeppelins.
1: Yeah, they're in the air, by the way. Yeah, this is all in the air. They're doing all this fighting on like the top of a blimp. It's
0: pretty badass. I've been in
1: a blimp once. Yeah? The Goodyear blimp.
0: I've never been in a blimp. In
1: California. When we mm, live in California.
0: Must be nice. It
1: was kind of cool. I was scared. I don't like it.
0: I'd be terrified. It's a very a blimp. small... I no, oof, I have no desire to do that a, whatsoever.
1: Yeah, it's a very small, like, area that you're sitting in. Yeah. It's like, like being in a helicopter, but not as loud. That's, I don't like but that. But you still have to wear, like, the headphones until you can hear people. I don't people. like that. Yeah, I didn't like it either. And you're so, not that high up, but still. Like, high up enough. It's enough.
0: So, they go on to the top of the blimp. Meanwhile, back on the house the garden hose comes unhooked from the uh from the zeppelin because as as Charles and um and Carl are fighting, no one's flying the no one's flying the Zeppelin. So Doug is actually distracting Alpha, the, the Doberman pincer, and a couple of the other dogs, and they're in the they're in the cockpit of the of the Zeppelin and Doug manages to get Alpha's head stuck in the steering wheel. Aww. So so Alpha <laughs> Alpha reaches through the steering wheel to kind of take a, a, a stab at Doug. And Doug, as he does that, puts like one of those cones that you put on dogs to prevent them from like scratching themselves.
1: Yeah, they call it the cone of shame. Yeah, they
0: call it the cone of shame. And so the dogs no longer listen to Alpha anymore because he's he's wearing the cone of shame. And they they start listening to Doug because Doug is now the Alpha since he took down Alpha. Yeah,
1: they're like, I'm not Alpha. He's Alpha. And then he goes, yeah. oh, you're right. I yeah. am Alpha. Yeah.
0: So now Doug is, al- is the Alpha dog. And the house comes unhooked from the Zeppelin. Russell is just hanging on. He's just hanging on to the hose. He hasn't made it onto the actual house yet. So he's just hanging on to the hose and he sees Carl and Charles fighting. And he, he has to, he decides he has to help Carl. So he climbs up the, he climbs up the hose, makes it to the, makes it inside the house, steers the house over to the, to the Zeppelin he has the house go close enough so that the hose is able to be grabbed by Carl. And then Carl grabs the hose, grabs Doug, and grabs—or actually, Kevin just, like, jumps up. um And they all get onto the house as Charles falls off the Zeppelin, which is kind of pretty dark for a Pixar movie.
1: Yeah, he dies, man.
0: Yeah, he—well— we're led to believe he dies.
1: Uh, he fell from He fell, he yeah, fell from he, the sky. He
0: fell into the jungle from the zeppelin.
1: So, I mean, he was like 100. Yeah. So like was. eventually I'm assuming he was going to go like he any was. day now.
0: So they they get up to the house and then because Charles falls off off the off the zeppelin, they actually the house starts sinking down because again the balloons start losing the helium. So they get off the house and they basically just take over Charles's zeppelin it's it's carl's now
1: sure of course and it is.
0: the last thing that they see is the house uh because again the balloons are starting to lose a lot of the helium the house just like sinks down uh beneath the clouds and it was basically carl saying goodbye to the house no it was a very sad moment in the yeah. movie one of many
1: but
0: it was nice it was nice so then they Lower the. At some point, they lower the zeppelin. They yeah, get because Kevin know, back.
1: Yeah, because they know how to fly a zeppelin. Yeah,
0: Carl. Carl has been like an explorer his whole life. I mean, not
1: really. But More of an enthusiast. Been.
0: Well, he knows enough.
1: Like I could like trains, but like I don't know how to like drive a train. Okay. Or operate a train.
0: So they get Kevin back home to her chicks. Um, they see Carl. We see Carl and Russell like playing with her chicks and stuff. No. It's very sweet. They're cute. And then they get back home to America, uh, wherever I don't know what state this happens in. But they come back to wherever it was that Carl and Russell lived in, whatever city it was that they lived in. And we see we see Russell at his little ceremony to get his final badge for helping the elderly.
1: Oh yeah, because this like whole like thing about how because I'm assuming his mom and dad are divorced, so I he guess. doesn't see his dad a lot. Because he they had this whole like Carl and him had this like heart to heart yeah. about like how his dad like him and his dad play this game. Where they sit on the curb and eat ice cream and they like count the cars that come by. Yeah. Like re- the red ones and the blue ones. Yeah. And then he says, "Yeah, but then this woman named Phyllis always like tells me I ta- call my dad too much. I annoy him. Yeah. So that I'm assuming
0: Phyllis is probably like a stepmom.
1: Probably or, or uh yeah something like that. So or, like, or like a nanny. By the way, my mom's name is Phyllis. Um, she sounds like a bitch, but my mom's not a bitch. Um, but like yeah, you you kind of get the impression that his dad's not around a lot yeah. like he doesn't like come to see him as much as he should
0: so he doesn't have a male figure in his life yes um so that's this
1: is important to what's happening next that's yeah. why i said so
0: it. at this ceremony uh carl steps up and we see we see like the main wilderness expo- like what would be a scout leader yeah um he's like handing out all the badges and you see all these kids it's they're standing with their dads because their
1: dads are supposed to put are yeah. supposed to get put the, the yeah they're patch supposed to yeah, on, on
0: their little sash thingy yeah and so uh, we get to Russell. Russell has no one there. It's just him.
1: And they literally—I think they literally just they got ju- back. Yeah, they just he's landed. He's still dirty and yeah, stuff. He's yeah, he's like all
0: dirty. His uniform's like all torn to hell. Yeah. And uh, and the scout leader asks him like, "Where's your dad?" And Russell looks around and he's like, "Uh." And then Carl comes on stage mm-hmm. and and he's all like, "Ah, excuse me, old man, coming through." And he uh, he gets behind Russell and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm here for him." And then he's like, all right, here's his badge. Yeah, that was cute. And he goes, instead of pinning the badge that Russell earned for helping the elderly, he actually pins what I guess is the Ellie badge Um, when they were younger.
1: The first, like literally the first time they met.
0: Yeah, Carl and Ellie in that abandoned house. Ellie gave Carl like this this little badge, which was basically, it was just like a, a bottle cap from a soda with a um, safety, safety pin.
1: Yeah, it was grape soda, by the way. Okay I like her so
0: and uh, she pins it to she pins it to Carl's shirt and she's like, oh you're part of the clubhouse now and Carl held on to it all these years of course he did. so now he gives that badge to to Russell and he says like this is the this is the highest honor that I can bestow to you and it's the Ellie badge and then we find out that Carl well actually after that we see Carl and Russell sitting on the curb of an ice uh, outside of an ice cream shop having ice cream counting the blue and the red cars mm-hmm. And the zeppelin is like floating above them, and then we cut.
1: Does he live in? No, he lives at the shady. The he lives at the shady oaks, right now.
0: No, he lives in the zeppelin now. He never went to the retirement home.
1: Oh, he never went to the retirement. home. No, he home. just lives
0: in the zeppelin now. He just it, like flies around.
1: Because the, at the end, there's another montage of them like you know Russell and you know uh, Carl having invent doing their adventures and like you know hanging out now because yeah. they're like friends. And like I guess Carl's like his male figure in his, the male yeah, figure in his think, life yeah, now. I don't think so. But isn't there no. a part where they?
0: They like, yeah, go they have the like, retirement home? yeah, they go, Doug, they have Doug and some of the other dogs because Carl also kept all the dogs. And so they have the dogs like visiting the elderly. Oh, I but get, I okay, think, maybe that's. I don't think they actually, he lives in a retirement home because he's got the Zeppelin now.
1: Oh, I thought, okay. He just like stole a Zeppelin. Like, he can just mean, have it now. No it's one his? else was going to use it. I mean, doesn't like, didn't that guy, Car- uh, Charles Munns, have like heirs or like, you know, like.
0: Probably not. I mean, oh, he, yeah, li- I guess he not. lives in South America. That's that right whole by time. himself, yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, so...
1: And he was, like, 100, and probably and, anyone he knew yeah, he was dead. True. And, yeah, true. Oh,
0: super sad. Is it? But he was an asshole, though. He
1: I mean, was nice at the beginning.
0: I guess. So they're having the ice cream, counting the cars, and then we find out that the house, they, they show the house, actually ended up landing in Paradise Falls next to the waterfall where it was supposed to have been this entire time. So Of course Carl, it did. So Carl... It's Disney. Unknowing... Yeah, it is. So Carl unknowingly fulfilled his promise to Ellie and then that's how the movie ends and then they show like that little montage of like carl and russell doing all these all these things
1: Mm -hmm. um in
0: like the little in the little adventure book from uh that ellie started up yeah it was very nice it was cute i mean i saw this movie when it came out so yeah do you feel like you missed
1: anything though um yeah i thought it was really cute um everyone said it was like super sad i didn't find it to be that sad? sad oh my god
0: it was so sad. No,
1: because like I mean, first of all, all the sad stuff happens mostly in the beginning, and second, it's like she just—I mean—they lived a full life together. It's like he, like his wife, dies, but like they lived. And a, she had the
0: miscarriage.
1: Yeah, because that was sad. That was, I mean, it was oh, sad that they couldn't have children. They sad. wanted to have children because they wanted to start a family. But like, I mean, she dies because of old age. Like they had a—they had a full life. It's not like she died suddenly and like it cut her life short. Like I don't know. It was still to me, sad. it didn't. Yeah. Oh yeah by the way Ed, Ed Asner plays Carl.
0: Ed Asner which Carl That wasn't really the vo- no. that
1: wasn't the voice I thought he was gonna have you know what I mean like his because Ed, oh. Ed, Ed Asner has such a like a um like grumpy like old man voice and Carl' kind of a grumpy old man but like not really like he was only grumpy at the like he was only grumpy because his wife was dead I guess I guess I, I thought he was gonna have like a, like a softer like nicer voice hmm. but whatever that's just me. But yeah, I'm. I'm I sh- guess I should have seen. I, I should have seen it when you know when it came out when all the hype um, was going on. But um, it was cute. I mean, it was a good movie. It was a very good movie. I mean, I mean, very not plausible at all. Don't think you can lift a house with balloons. Um, I'm pretty sure you can. I mean, it's animated, so I guess it, at, at that point it doesn't matter. It's a movie, so it's fictional. But like, but it was cute. I liked it. I liked uh, Russell. I thought he was funny. He was a cute little chubby kid. Yeah, the dogs were fun. I liked the dogs because I like dogs a lot. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. I, uh, I'm glad we watched it.
0: Yeah. Uh, needless to say, when the movie did come out, very positive. Um, it still holds a 98% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: I feel like all Pixar movies do, are, One, are
0: like... It won two Academy Awards. Did Um, it? yeah, it won Best Animated Feature and Best Original Score. Okay. Back, in, back at the 82nd Academy Awards.
1: What, 2009, 10, whatever that was? Uh, sure. Okay. Well, it came out in 2009,
0: so... It must have been 2010.
1: Yeah.
0: It was a very good movie. Yeah, very good movie. Um, they made it for 175 million, and it only it only went on to make 735 million. That's it. That was all it made. Oh wow! That was all it made.
1: That's a. That's. that's I mean. It's a flop right there.
0: Um, but yeah, overall, very positively reviewed, as I think like every Pixar movie is ever.
1: Did you see it in the theater? Or where? Did, how did you see it?
0: I didn't see it in the theater. I must have seen it when it shortly came out after like on on blu-ray or something like that i don't remember seeing it in theaters so yeah it was a very good movie if you haven't seen up i highly recommend it yeah. it is a little sad in the beginning
1: i mean a little. and also
0: a little bit at the end but yeah it's just it's like it's touching yeah it's a touching movie
1: it's all right
0: on that note next week i think heather's picking my movie for me
1: yeah i don't know what i'm gonna make you watch okay i have uh, i have so many movies that like you haven't seen that are really good
0: all right so
1: maybe steely mags yay Steel magnolias Gosh. i mean you've never seen it it's so good i don't know if it's like critically acclaimed but like any like female my age has seen it and loves it Except for one. My friend Jessica, I made her watch it and she said it was stupid. And I was like, you're out of your gosh darn mind. Because it's a treasure. It's got a stacked <sighs> cast. So Sally stacked. Field. Julia Roberts. Dolly frickin' Parton is the in this singer? movie. That's the singer? Li- the singer?
0: The country singer? Yeah.
1: And wow. acclaimed actress. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Olympia Dukakis is in that. Uh, late, great Olympia Dukakis. She just oh, died. Oh yeah, she ca- just died. Yeah, R.I.P. Shirley MacLaine is in that. Tom Skerritt.
0: I don't know who that is.
1: You know, you would know him if you saw him. He's in. I can't remember what else he's in. I think he's in like he might be in a what's a, a RoboCop maybe. You will know. You'd know if you saw him. He was like a big '80s actor. This movie came out in the like '80s. But yeah, maybe stealing mags. We'll talk. Maybe we'll see. It's good. It's very good. It's that's a, now that's a sad movie. So if you wanna, it's I mean it's hilarious too. But
0: thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on Twitter. At Did I Miss Pod. Be sure to also leave us some reviews and some comments Please. and ratings wherever you get your podcast from. That would sure. help us out a lot. It really would. And uh find out next week what what Heather's gonna make me watch. Yeah. Because apparently I'm in for a, a super sad movie.
1: It might be it's probably gonna be stealing Max. It's most yay. likely. I have it on D V D, don't worry. We can i have the dvd player somewhere We'll cool. find it. yeah i have to find my dvds i don't oh, even know where i put God, them i
0: know it's like
1: I, I never watch them but i like can't get rid of them for some reason they're like in order a... i think so i don't know i just can't like what if i need them one day
0: need them? what would you need for why what need know. would you have for them
1: what if i want to watch steel magnolias it's not on any streaming service what am i gonna do them what am i gonna do
0: wait for it to come on tv i don't know when is
1: it I, we don't have cable oh man who seems... has cable
0: is it a book? Read the book.
1: It's not a book. Plus, I don't read books. I, I read a book. <laughs> I was going to tell you, I read a book one time before going into the movie and it was The Hunger Games. I was like, oh, The Hunger Games is coming out. The books are super popular. I'm going to read the book before I go see the movie. It ruined the movie for me because, like, obviously a book can go into so much more detail than a movie can because, I mean, you only have, what, two hours, two and a half hours, whatever long, however long it is to, like, you know, Tell a, story. tell a story a book takes you how long to read i don't know 10 hours eight hours i mean
0: depends on how fast you read and exactly how often you read the so book. like
1: i'm like watching the movie. I'm like oh that's not they didn't show this uh katniss doesn't isn't supposed to look like this like it just was annoying so i'm never doing that again reading a book no never unless it's about a female comedian that's the only books i read autobiography is about female comedians
0: this psa announcement has been brought to you by heather
1: I'm Heather, and I approve this message.
0: <laughs> Anyways, yes. thanks for listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, be sure to check in next week. Find out what movie I get to watch mm-hmm. that Heather picks. Same mix. And, oh, God. And, uh, yeah, check us out on Twitter, at Did I Miss Pod. Leave us ratings and reviews. Yep, all that stuff. That was super appreciated. Mm-hmm. And uh, until next week, we will see you then.
1: We, should, we should really do need to sign off, like, uh, have a nice day. Or, like, uh. Until next time, or uh, later, skaters.
0: I swear we're going to keep working on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And.
1: I mean, I give you a bunch of options just right there.
0: Not really.
1: What do you. They, like, they were
0: all, you? they were all like.
1: I mean, there are options.
0: I mean, yes, yes, they are options, but they are all essentially, you know, not sign off material options.
1: Oh, well, then why don't you come up with something?
0: You know, it's like, I got to do everything. Until next time. Did I say that already? Yep. <laughs> yep, you did.
1: Later cool cats and kittens? Oh man. That's wow, uh, a that, that That's that is... uh that's what's her face, Carol Baskin from uh the the king. What's it called? The Tiger King.
0: Oh yeah, I've never seen that. That's
1: something no, we really should playing. watch. I People loved I it. People mean... love that thing and we tried well we tried watching. We watched the first episode it was very it was sad. I mean, sad. we didn't
0: try. You tried. I was kind of like in the perimeter.
1: Yeah, but it was yeah, it was too sad and I, was, I didn't like it. Um Oh, and also that's
0: another thing you can do on Twitter. Be sure to uh, give us some 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 suggestions on what we can oh, watch. Oh, please,
1: because we're uh, I...
0: I. mean, we're not running we're out. Not running
1: but... out, but like it's hard sometimes to pick one. It is because like there's so there...
0: many, and it's a whole thing.
1: Yeah, but we also have to like take into account like is it actually like critically yeah. a game? Do people actually did people actually like this? It sounds yeah, so.
0: So in yeah. any case, yeah. we've gone on a very long tangent.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. Bye. Um,
0: bye. We'll see you next week. Follow us on Twitter.
1: At it, I miss pod. Have a good week.